Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night, student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. be there for you these five words i swear to you when you breathe i want to be the air for you i'll be there for you i live and i die for you <laughs> and steal the sun from the sky for you words can't say what love can do because i'll be there for you Mr. Big? John Bon Jovi! <laughs> oh, deep cuts. We got a John Bon up in here, and uh, it has been in my head for about thrice days. And, um, you know, I just, like, the only thing I think about when I think, it's like, what do I really feel this strongly about? It's obviously hot dogs and i think that, um, <laughs> but my problem is now i've associated it with hot dogs so every time i eat a hot dog i think about this song mm. <laughs> i know what song i was thinking of is uh, the mr big song is uh, i'm the, the one, one who wants, wants to be, to be with, with you i'm the one <laughs> yeah, I hope you, you feel it, feel it too. Too. <laughs> oh yeah baby i Love that song. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a childhood song for me. Like I remember, I de- very much remember the summer that song came out. It's a great song. Molly, any feelings? <laughs> I, I gotta say, I feel a little lost. <laughs> you remember being at Lake Stamford when uh, you were like six years old and all the kids were sitting around listening to Mr. Big on the cassette tapes? I think I must have missed Mr. Big. Oh, man. I know you know this song. You do. I, when you sang it, I recognized yeah. it, but yeah. um, but that's just because you guys are both very good at singing. Oh, thank well, thank you. you very much. It's just, you, I, you gotta have your mind, you gotta have your memory jog by feel it. They're just so into it. Every time I I remember when that song came back into my life, I was on the seven train in the city, and I guess it was like a Yankee game had just gotten out, and so the the whole train was packed. It was after the game, filled with a bunch of drunk Yankee fans because they won, and everyone was so excited. It was a bunch of bros, and one of the bros started talking to me. I was like, hey, man, I was completely sober, not in a place to talk to these guys. And then the other, like one of the dudes, he's like, Keith, Keith. Remember the other night we were karaoke and he's like, yeah, man. Like, oh, man, Brian, you killed it. And then one of them started going, 
I'm the one who wants to be. <laughs> and then the entire, slowly, the entire train started to sing the song because they all started singing it and then I started singing it and then other people started singing it. And it was one of those New York moments and I was just like, this is nice. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> this is dumb. It does sound really nice. Did I tell you guys that I did stone cold sober karaoke like maybe a week before I ended up giving birth. Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So you're very birthday. pregnant and sober doing karaoke? Very pregnant, sober as a church mouse and it was my friend's birthday and she loves karaoke and uh, she gets like the private rooms in Koreatown, you know, and those are like really fun. Man, those so are a like, recipe for disaster because it's BYOB and then you're just like, well, I'm Snackered. Oh yeah. No, I've been in one of those rooms where somebody got like physically injured from being so drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've never but, remembered the end of a night in one of those rooms. No, no, no. But it's they're so fun, and so we were like, okay, let's go. I'm probably not gonna. I was like 34 weeks pregnant. I was like, I'm probably not gonna go out much after this. This will be a fun birthday party. Let's go. And it was fun, and I'm glad I went because it turned out it was like the last time I've been out socially since then. <laughs> but doing karaoke sober is rough. I can imagine. It's rough. I would never want to do karaoke sober. You. It's it's just a, it's just what the did cold you light of day is on you. You know, <laughs> no matter how dark the room is, it feels like you are singing in the, the sun. Um, I it was also a small gathering, so you got to do a lot of songs, which is great if you're drunk because when you're drunk, you're like, I could sing another one. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're sober, you're like, what else do I have when, in me? Well, when you're sober, you can see the whites of other people's eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, what did you sing? Well, uh, uh, John and I did Punk Rock Girl, which uh, was fun. That's a good one. Um, I did Katy Perry's Firework, which unfortunately the range is just a little too high. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, what else did I do? Um, I did. I didn't do Walking on Broken Glass because I learned my again range. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big range. Um, the thing. <laughs> uh, Cheap Trick Surrender is my classic karaoke song, so I did it's that. It's a great one. And um, uh, the one I didn't do this one, but but my new now favorite karaoke song is I Want It That Way. Man, that's that a is good a one. fun karaoke song because everybody remembers the words to that oh, song. Oh, hell Even yeah. Even boys. Mm-hmm. I didn't know boys were listening to the Backstreet Boys back then, but everybody remembers the words to that song. We weren't. We were just listening to the radio and it was on every third fucking song. Yeah, you yeah. have to know that's, the words. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I did karaoke recently, but it was in an almost empty bar, and the guy kind of talked me into doing it. He's like, if you were going to do a song, what song would you do? And so I told him I would do Natalie Imbruglia's Torn. But since he made me do it in between all of the lyrics, I was just like, all oh, the penises are awful. I'm all out of pain. <laughs> this is how I feel. Fuck you, men. I'm cold. I am shit. And he was just like, afterwards, he's like, whoa, someone is upset with men. I was like, no, I'm just upset with you, you bastard. Uh, yeah. It's not about men. It's about you, Yeah, man. I love men. Thank you very much. Thank you. Every daddy is a daddy to me. <laughs> Got a daddy of the week this week? Oh, do I have a daddy <laughs> of the week this week? You know, just the right <laughs> questions to ask, Marcus. I, I know. I know the triggers. How did you know? You could just I, feel I, it? I know, I know how to set up the Jackie Cannon. I know which fuse to light. <laughs> Good Lord in heaven. It was it was definitely borderline uncomfortable watching. We, we, uh, Henry, Natalie, and I watched Devil's Candy last night, which is a fantastic Horror movie. Molly never watch it. It's fantastic though. 
It's very, very. Uh, we, scary. we should have a, somebody should make a list of all the things over the years of this podcast that you guys have said, Molly. Never don't watch, watch it. it. <laughs> if you ever have a question about it, just hit me up and be like, "Should I watch this?" And I'll tell you yes or no. Um, but newsflash: new daddy alert on the scene. Not a new daddy. My, one of my old school crushes, Ethan Embry, has gotten so daddy hot. It's insane. Who, who Ethan Embry's in. You, you know him. You. Yeah, you know exactly who this guy is. Yeah, he was the uh, the sensitive boy in Empire Records. Okay, like the main guy in Empire Records. The main guy in Can't oh. Hardly Wait. Oh, him. oh, him. Yes. Um, isn't he also from uh, uh, Grace in, and Frankie? Yeah. Yes. He was in Can't Hardly Wait as well. Yes. Ah, yeah. yes. He's coyote. Coyote. Coyote in Grace and Frankie, and he's so good at he Grace and Frankie. He is daddy hot, dude. You have to look at a picture of him in Devil's <laughs> Candy. I don't know if you're able to bring it up, Marcus, because. <laughs> Hache mache. Like I it was like I was splooshing off the chair. I couldn't okay. every time he would just like be on the screen and was like, can you stop? So I'm just going, yum 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 It's Oh uh, no, Jackie. Oh uh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <gasps> you got the, a type, girl. Dude, <laughs> with the beard and the hair and the tats. I like I like them stringy and scrawny, but you like them stringy in their hair. <laughs> and especially in the movie, he's got a really great relationship with his wife and his daughter, who they both like share a love of like heavy metal music. And that's it, sweet. It's so cute, and he's such a great daddy. And it really um it made Henry uncomfortable. <laughs> I, he kept asking. He's like, "Do I need to shut this off?" Is it time for me to shut this off? Are you going to compose yourself? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't compose myself at all. <laughs> That's your daddy of the week. Have you? Have either of you guys been watching any Succession? No. No, but not everyone yet. keeps telling me to watch it. Is this what I need to do? It's. I feel so in touch because I'm watching what other people are watching. <laughs> You're at very. The time I'm very. That they proud of are you. watching it. I'm very in touch. It is. There's not. It's tough because I actually don't find anyone in it especially good looking I don't think I stand by that statement right I think there's somebody in it but I can't think of them right well, now you're but not hot for Brian Cox n- which one's Brian Cox is the he the old man. you're not hot oh, for yes, Brian not Cox him. not, not <laughs> hot for Brian Cox uh, but Kieran Culkin although is a little there. bit of a granddaddy throwing that out there definitely a granddaddy yeah, yeah. Um, Karen Culkin is there and I'm not sure the actor who plays the main character but he's like this really like uptight like former coke addict like Wall Street man and he is Jeremy Strong maybe you guys know actors names more than I do he's really I think doing a great job of being like a really objectionable type of man I like his ears because I feel like I would grab on his ears as I made out with him Wait, are you talking about Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No, that's the other brother. Okay. But I'm, but that is definitely Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He is like an actual daddy, not in the hot sense, but just in like a middle-aged man sense. Oh, but Cameron and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, talk about, break me off a piece of that. His eyes, oh, windows to my... No hole. Really? You like Cameron? Hot? I don't need a soul. I got those kind of eyes. Do, I wonder if you would find old Cameron hot. I'm looking at a picture of him. Does he have the same weird goatee? I don't think he has a goatee. 
He's just oh, okay. got his floppy hair. He looks exactly like an age progression of Cameron. He's got a goatee in the cast picture. Does he? Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm not. I'm not really into goatees. Not really my thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess I, I usually notice facial hair. I don't think he has it in the show, but but um, but it is a good show. I actually enjoy it quite a lot, and it's like weird because it's one of these shows that once you. For me, once you hear about it, you realize that everyone in your life is talking about it, and it's like very popular. It's basically Arrested Development, but serious. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Is it on a scale of Nunzo to Speciest of Spiciest? Where's the lie? <laughs> it's not as if if Speciest of Spiciest is um uh. Let's say Riverdale. Riverdale, or I was going to say Sharp Objects. Okay, Sp- Sharp Objects is pretty spicy. Because Sharp you Objects think it's spicy, spicy, problematic, Molly. <laughs> well, I don't mean spicy, spicy in a sexy way, but yeah. in like a we're talking sex. We're talking spicy, spicy, sexy. sexy. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. well then Riverdale. I'm yeah, yeah. spicy, spicy. Sharp Objects is like. Everybody always talks with their voice like this. Uh, I mean, I'm also kind of into the sexiness of sharp objects, but again, problematic for me. It's it's quite <laughs> quite problematic. Um, it's not that well, you know. It's just everybody. It's just like a, it's like Arrested Development, but serious, and and everybody is just like a terrible person, mm-hmm. and then they're all really horny. Uh, it is pretty horny. Okay. Ooh. Like, uh. it's just like terrible, well, rich, horny bastards. Well, horny and species spicy aren't necessarily the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it has, it, it has had a couple of sex scenes that, I, that are enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like horny, angry dicks, and it just works <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> See, you should have led this whole conversation with horny, angry dicks, and then I would have been immediately on board. <laughs> horny, angry dicks. I, re- I recommend. I would like to uh, to discuss. I And I want to discuss... I watch Sharp Objects, and then I want to discuss it, and then we tried last week, and I just don't have anything to say. I don't even... I read the book. I don't remember anything. I don't understand what's going on. I feel like the it's very... It's just everyone's just whispering in hushed tones. Mm-hmm. And I know everything's very serious. And, and I, I feel like I... I want to talk about sharp objects, and yet I keep coming up empty in terms of anything other than like I don't know what's happening. You know, <laughs> that's how like it makes ooga, me feel. Ooga. <laughs> Ooh, something bad happened in that town. That's how it makes me yeah, feel. Yeah, but Patricia Clarkson's just so good in it. Ooh, Patricia Clarkson's in it, huh? That changes things a little. Dude, she's so good in it. That's the mama. Mama. Oh yeah, baby. I mean, but I'm she- thinking P- Patricia Clarkson. I'm thinking mom from Tool from Home Improvement, right? No, that's Patricia Heaton. Ah. <laughs> that, that would be fun. Oh. That would be a big character change for her. <laughs> that would be a big difference. <laughs> the range on Patricia Heaton. I know. I was, I was like, thinking, like, <laughs> like, I was thinking, oh, like, no, wow, I think you have ever, wait, did you say? <laughs> no, right. Patricia. Yeah, the, the now this Wait. is. I mean, I typed in Patricia Clarkson. This is definitely a completely different one from who I was thinking of. <laughs> no, Patricia Heaton is the one from Everybody Loves Raymond, which is why I yelled Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. The twins. I know the mom. Her name is Patricia Richardson. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of Patricias out there. 
<laughs> I think I just thought like TV came in one ear and Patricia came in the other. I'm like, what Patricia do I remember from television? And it's like, mom from Home Improvement called Patricia. And that's when my mother's like, hey, you should mention something about Home Improvement right now. Like, okay, whatever you say. I like the mom, the mom from two different sitcoms of the same era played by actresses named Patricia. Patricia, that's very, I don't know, man. That's kind of neat. That's some sort of weird fate. Maybe I should change my name to Patricia. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I know Patricia Richardson had like she had an element of hotness to her when I was a kid. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it was, but she had something about her that I I enjoyed. Maybe it was the fact that on all the other '90s sitcoms, the moms were dead, so you needed to <laughs> yeah. appreciate the living moms while they were there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Aunt uh, it was uh, Aunt Vivian. She was always pretty vivacious. Yes. Vivacious Vivian. Aunt Vivian was good. Yeah. I guess I'm just thinking of Full House. Why did they have to kill the mother? Yeah, why would they have to kill them? But then you had the aunt who was pretty hot. Yeah. Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Who is all over the Hallmark Channel now. Oh yeah, my god, so many there's so many new Hallmark movies coming out for Christmas this year, guys. Oh. So start gearing yourselves up. I can't wait. I'm gonna you, be ready this year. You know how much we have we love Hallmark Christmas movies. I can't am- we're going to be so in Puerto excited. Rico this year with uh, Carolina's parents, so I'm not sure how much Hallmark Christmas we're going to be able to get. What? You I'm tell them sure. to get a cable box. <laughs> I don't know if Puerto Rican cable includes fucking Hallmark Channel. It might. Maybe I'll call them up and say, hey, could you make sure to have a Hallmark channel at your house for Christmas? It's kind of it's like, a I know that hurricane like destroyed your country and stuff, <laughs> but like, what about the Hallmark channel? This is what will lead you to become a political activist from Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> the infrastructure has been destroyed. There's no Hallmark channel. Oh my but God. My Christmas is ruined. <laughs> I'm on a high way to smelling great and it's all thanks to a company that's putting the feeling and the acdc back into fragrance it's fleur fall in love with your own scent the way you fell so hard for those bad boy rock-em-ups hard and soft Dirty Deeds Spritz Me Good Each Fleur scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real-life moments for your real life. Not some silly idea that a celebrity or clothing designer thinks you should live up to. You be you, baby! Dirty Deeds and Spritz Me Good Come on! British sense and the gender-free Yeah, it's a stretch. Just go with me on this ride. It's a long way to the top if you're smelling like a foal. Yeah, I'm talking baby horses. Unlike baby horses, Fleur scents get shipped right to your door so you can try them at your own pace. Or gallop. You get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. And if you like what you hear and see, odds are you'll like the scent. Ugh, I do wish baby horses were sent to me, though. Yeah, you can smell me all night long. Because my favorite Hepcap scent sticks around even if I'm naughty thrashing and begging long-haired heathens to make me feel like a princess. Hepcat really gives me the right amount of zhuzh without the flatback. You know what I mean? Smells bells! Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfume and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. You little nasty ingredients, don't you try to touch me there! 
Fleur creates sustainably crafted award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Come smell me! I'm dynamite! Another stretch, I know. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot cam. I think that I'm going to, I really missed the boat last year and I really feel silly about it because this type of movie, you know, in high school I used to watch Lifetime movies all weekend Mm -hmm. and I think that Hallmark movies are like the next level up from like what Lifetime movies used to be. And so I think that this year I'm going to start like right after, like right when the Christmas tree goes up after Thanksgiving weekend, I think I'm going to start with Hallmark movies. Yeah, really fun game when you're watching a Hallmark movie. You can really only do this once a season, but you try to imagine like, how could this movie end in a (laughs) murder-suicide? <laughs> oh my that or just I like just plain guessing what's gonna happen. It's like, all right, is the cabin magic? Do her fingers come to life with magic? Is how much is she gonna fall in love? Is her old high school sweetheart going to come back out of the blue? Uh-huh. And that's what I think I like to do the Russian roulette wheel of like what what is going to happen in this Hallmark movie. Oh yeah. Who is Santa Claus today? And <gasps> Tim Allen! In my heart, it's always Tim Allen. I was pregnant last December, and so I couldn't do any sort of drinking games, but I feel like a Hallmark movie requires either a drinking game or maybe a smoking game with, you know, if the list of, like, if somebody comes back from the dead, if There's Jesus so many there. rules out there, Molly. If you just yeah. look them up, you don't even have to make up your own. They're everywhere. It's already there. That's perfect. I don't have the time to write my own. Oh, yeah. I mean, country I'm living, a mom. countryliving.com has a whole Hallmark Christmas movie drinking game list. Country, really? How bold of them? Oh, yeah. Good for them. Take a drink. These are actually, this is actually very good. Uh, reference to a dead relative. So good. Uh Take a drink. Main character's name related to Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's just like Jingle Jangle Richardson. Uh, I.e. Holly, Nick, Chris, such and such. Oh, Which, gotcha. If you think yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. yeah, they're all called Chris. All the guys are named Nick. Whoa, I didn't even, God, I didn't even think about that. Chris Kringle, baby. Mm-hmm. Where, where's your head been? <laughs> Anytime someone disses fake Christmas trees, Take a drink. Mm. Mm. Or if someone's disillusioned with the magic of Christmas. <laughs> That's how you finish your drink. Uh, newcomer partakes in old family or town tradition. I love that. And they're like, oh, <laughs> such a quaint town. This is crazy. So they fill the whole town with fake snow? <laughs> <laughs> Big city person transplanted into a small town. Those are such good ones. Or that or the one that I watched last year with uh, Candace Cameron Bure when she <laughs> played herself and her twin sister and they swapped places for Christmas and one is a corporate woman and the other one's a family mom living in the suburbs. Wait, you know, I know that we we I'm not we can't get political and I won't, but I just just want to say that I recently watched The View again mm-hmm. and it was fucking awesome. The View is good again, man. Really? Well, it was when Meghan McCain was there uh, and they were talking about socialism. Uh, but uh, that's all I'll say, but Joy Behar was just 
doing Joy. She was just doing what Joy Behar she was does. Being Joy, hell yeah, good for her. And I really enjoyed it. And I hadn't really watched The View like really in a long time because I was like, who is this new View? It's like Say by the Bell, the new class. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't know any of them. I thought but, I didn't know any of them anymore. Yeah, but now she's back, and and I don't know if Megan McCain's always there or if she was just there that day. Oh no, she's uh, been a regular host for quite a while. That's now. what I thought. Wait, yeah. is, is Whoop Troop still on it? Whoop Troop is still there, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Candace Cameron Burr is still there. I believe. Well, um, does anybody on The View make a magic deal with Santa or an angel? <laughs> if they are, you gotta take a drink. You gotta take a drink. <laughs> and then you've got double drink for uh, obvious product advertisement, snowball Ooh. fight or ice skating, ugly oh. sweater or tie, or snowed in. Oh, people are going to die with this drinking I, game, though. It does upset me that I feel like there should be a whole channel that's dedicated to species, spicy Christmas Hallmark movies. You or know what I mean? Like, species, spicy in general. There's so many times, though, that they're like kissing in front of a fire, and I'm just like, keep going. I want to see the bear rug sex. <laughs> that's what the Lifetime channel was in high school. It was not only, it was just like, Tragispecy spicy. Mm-hmm. Tragispecy. Uh, yes. And it was all all the time. And it wasn't Christmas, but it was just like every Lifetime movie was like somebody in the family has already died and it's just devastated the family. <laughs> you know, that's what every Lifetime movie is about. Oh, yeah. And of course, the uh, you finish the drink if the cynic is filled with the Christmas spirit or if it snows on Christmas. And the bonus is you take a shot if the movie stars... Candace Cameron Bure or yes. Lacey Chabert. Oh man, Lacey Chabert really took up the helm on uh, the old Hallmark Channel. Now I'm just thinking about the Lifetime movie that was the guy that did. He was in Clueless with the rolling with the homies. Elton. His name? Elton. Elton. Elton played a bad stepdaddy that was sexy stepdaddy, but also like a little like uh, not too good gropey stepdaddy, but like in a cute way but not he was sinister and I think he was a murderer but it was very very good <laughs> uh, I don't even know I don't even know where to start with that yeah yeah. you just became like Jackie in the break room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. describing Uh-oh. that <laughs> give me my bologna sandwich I got things to talk about <laughs> I've been avoided, avoiding my whole life trying to find out what that actor's name is because I refuse to call him anything but Elton mm-hmm. but he has had a prolific career and he is in um a whole branch of law and order episodes elton from what clueless clueless ah. which Brian i recently the rewatched. one of the first movies i watched after i was home with freddie and kind of coming out of the fog of uh postpartum trauma was clueless God. and it holds i just want to lick paul rudd from nin to tin uh, that guy the guy that played the brother in six feet under i never watched six feet under he played the brother in six feet under I also never did that show either. <laughs> I have like three episodes of The Sopranos left, and I'm afraid to finish it. Because, like, I'm always afraid to finish the series. I still have never seen the last episode of Trailer Park Boys because oh. I was going to be so sad to finish it. Well, and they've made like five seasons since then. I know, then. I know. I really should just watch it because it just keeps coming back. But I was like, I can't finish it, so I never watched it. And now we have like three episodes left of The Sopranos, and I just need to finish it. But I'm going to be so sad to have finished it. But I also will feel a sense of accomplishment, but I'm also scared. I'm mm-hmm. scared because people talk talk about the last episode of Sopranos like a lot and I'm gonna now I'm not gonna know what they're talking about now I'm proud of you I still I fell off the Sopranos bandwagon 
Uh, but something really? really did excite me yesterday. And Molly, this goes out to you. Don't worry anymore, which I know that you've been worried your entire life. But Nabisco has finally released the animals from their cages <laughs> on the animal cracker box. We are oh, now a food podcast. <laughs> well, P.T. Barnum was a celebrity at one point. <laughs> um, I saw this and... Come you on, know, tell, us, tell us what you think. You what do you fucking think about vegetarian. it, you ve- you Well, here's the head. thing. Well, you I was... You're a veggie head. Yeah, you're veggie head. You're veggie head. <laughs> I was a vegan. I was a vegan in my wonderful home state of Iowa, which I love very much, mm. and now is totally rad, and was rad at the time in its own way, but at the time, I did not know any other vegans, and some of the people who I knew, many were wonderful and very accommodating, and some people were mean to me, yeah. and that really doesn't have anything to do with Iowa. Um, but it just was not like a city where there was vegan options. And also I was in high school and sometimes high schoolers aren't mean to each other. And people loved to be like, also preface to all of this. I love animal shaped food. I love Teddy Graham's goldfish. I know you do. Animal crackers, <laughs> uh, Swedish fish. I love animal shaped food. Oh, I love food. Swedish fish. And people just thought that they were the smartest high school dicks ever to be like, oh, you eating animal crackers? I thought you didn't eat animals. I thought you didn't eat animals. And so I felt a little bit re-traumatized by this damn news about the animal crackers because they're not real animals. And I know that. And it didn't seem to matter to the people who wanted to make fun of me for being vegan. I just think, and it's not, it's like, I'm not doing this, you know I'm doing it out of jest because I figured that it would be some sort of weird trigger of just like, (laughs) of course everyone wants to tell the vegetarian that the the animals will let out of the cage as if you chose for it to happen. But it does make me, it just makes me smile because I don't know if you've seen the new box because they're all like, Sexy muscular animals now? <laughs> Actually, yeah. That lion is pretty sexy. <gasps> that lion is sexy. That giraffe is begging for it. With his little eyes and his little ears. And that gorilla, are you kidding me? I I mean, I want to climb all over it and be like, I'm the baby. Oh wait, are these can you bring it back, Marcus? Are these animals that all live in the same ecosystem together? They yeah. couldn't. Could, Do right? they? Those are all uh, sub-Saharan Africa. Velt animals? Well, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, a gorilla is not a Saharan animal. Gorilla's not a gorilla. A gorilla is yep. a mountain, mountain yep. animal. The rest of them could all conceivably live together, conceivably, right? Conceivably, yeah. Elephant, yeah. lion. I don't think they would stand that close to each other. <laughs> I don't think they would stand that close. I guess, you don't think they'd stand in lockstep? I guess my no. question is, with the bars gone, is it that a zoo has been, like, kind of taken, has there been a revolution at the zoo? Or is it that it's not about zoo animals anymore, but about the wild? Because the conceit really is complicated now if there's no bars, because those are zoo animals, yeah. you know? They're very much, yeah, Barnum did not run a wildlife refuge. Yeah, Barn- and if it's, a, if it's a wildlife refuge, that's great, but if it's, like, the zoo has been destroyed by the animals and the society animals are coming has, for you. Society has broken down. Yeah. The zookeepers have let loose all of the animals before they left to go home and die with their families. Like climate change, like some sort of climate change disaster has led the zoo to be abandoned. And Geostorm. All the animal, Geostorm has happened. Oh, Geostorm. Which, oh my God, Geostorm was so great. Mark, it's actually not a very Geostorm. peaceful We thing, saw that together, right? No, I was not able to make it to the big Geostorm viewing that Geostorm. happened. I had to work. You 
have to yell Geostorm at least 10 times while watching Geostorm. Don't worry, the storm lasts for about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about watching Geostorm on the plane the other day, but ended up going with Rampage, which is actually quite fun. For an, for an airplane movie, Rampage was quite fun. That sounds great. Do you think that, like, that... This, that these animals would be able to participate in Rampage now if, that they are free from their cages? If they were given the uh, the ra- the Rampage virus as the animals in Rampage were. So what is the- it? Is the movie just like Outbreak but more action-y? <laughs> it's like there's an evil... From what I could tell, I was just kind of half paying attention to it. But from mm, what I could tell... Yeah, airplane movie. From what I could tell, there was a genetic shot... When given to animals, makes them grow real big and real violent, and then they'd set them loose like in other countries, and that they would become like living weapons. But Ooh. they accidentally got set loose in the city, uh, and so you had a bunch of big animals like beating up a city, and The Rock like yelling the entire. He's terrible. That sounds like a good airplane movie, though. Hey. <laughs> Whoa, hold your really horses and what, your but... monkeys, Marcus. <laughs> he is not terrible. He's fantastic. He's America's sweetheart. He's America's sweetheart and perhaps our political future because he's, is he running? The question's always looming. Like, I know, like, he's, he's very wooden as an actor. He's a very wooden actor. Yeah. But not charmingly wooden. (laughs) Wooden in his pants. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Molly. Thank you for picking that up. He's, yes, he's very wooden in his pants. You you, 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 you. The most recent airplane movie I saw, which is like King Airplane movie, is Bad Moms. Bad Moms does sound King Airplane, oh, yeah. It should only be made How straight to airplane. <laughs> uh, it, it was, you know, I think that Mila Kunis is hot as balls. We've so all known that. I enjoyed it quite a lot, actually. But it, sh- it should only be watched on an airplane, I think. Yeah. You know, Mila Kunis has got weird eye, uh, eye things because uh, she had only use of one of her eyes for about five years of her life. Did she Isn't have that a, interesting? Did she have a patch? Why did she, what happened to her other eye? Something happened to her. They, she had to have a bunch of surgeries on it. So that's why, if you ever noticed, like she's got, I was looking into eye, uh, like celebrities with eye problems because in Devil's Candy, Pruitt Taylor Vince is in it. You know Pruitt Taylor Vince. He's a, he's like a big guy. He's in a lot of scary movies, but he's got the uh, eye wobbly disease. Uh-huh. <laughs> that um, Henry was actually talking about this because he was in Heroes with him, and he was saying that like he's just a re- he's a huge, really nice, very quiet guy. But he plays he's like in Identity, which is a movie that I love secretly, which I want to rewatch, but I I think it holds up. Do you guys remember Identity? No, John Cusack. Never watched Identity. I think it's really good. I think. But also, um, so, you know, the eye wobbly disease is something that's like they can never drive. It's like you, they, you know, they have to take medication to keep their eyes from just like darting back and forth, darting back and forth, darting back and forth. So it gives them a, cre- it gives them a very creepy effect. But also, Kenny Rogers has it as well. Hmm. Ah, did that lead me down a stream of watching a bunch of Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton videos of them singing Islands in the Stream to each other? Yes. Man, the way that your brain works, your leisure time just sounds just rich. It just sounds filled with pleasures. <laughs> with pleasures. Is it the hot dogs, the sex, and me watching videos of Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton? And watching the fact that you just sit there and watch a movie and you're like, you know what I want to spend a lot of time researching is this eye disease. <laughs> 
Yes, I my leisure wealth. time is filled with pleasures. <laughs> it's my pleasures. I like my pleasures, and no one takes my pleasures from me. <laughs> you yeah, know, I'm starting to sit time, like a I gargoyle. Just, <laughs> I just keep refreshing Twitter and hoping for some good news. Yeah. You know, your leisure time just sounds so much richer than mine. You know what it is? Is that I don't know how to kill time on the internet. I've never been one of those. I don't know how to do it. And so now I just go down. It's just like, I would like to learn more about this celebrity, which is... That's exactly um, how you kill time on the internet. Now I That's know. The I had to teach myself. Of killing. <laughs> I read lists about how to organize things. Oh, very nice. And also lists about how to bake and make make food. But I now I'm into like twenty seven things that'll fix your closet. <laughs> and then I get halfway through and then I fall asleep. Yeah. Oops, I dirtied again. My mouth, that is. Most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. You know what? I'm proud of how bad we are at brushing. That takes talent. But Quip is here to help by rubbing on your teeth and making you do something right for once in your life. I'm fine, I swear. Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, and it rubs ya, rubs ya, rubs ya till ya come clean like Fredo Corleone. You broke my heart, Fredo! Its snazzy built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist's recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Guided pulses sounds like a Skinamax version of guiding light. Yes, please! Quip subscription plans deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. I may have 99 problems, but a place to put my Quip ain't one. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Ugh, I wish I could afford good daycare for my teeth. Guess I gotta keep them in my mouths. Everybody wants to kiss my quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's best inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use quip every day. You're dang right that's a lot of quip Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash page 7 right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page 7. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page 7. What do you do to kill time, Marcus? Uh, video game stuff. Mm, yes. Yeah, look, like, so what are the new Red Dead Redemption gameplay trailers looking like? And I'll, <laughs> I'll read those and then read about the speculation of like, oh, well, what will you be able to do in this game? Ooh, Doom Infinite. Maybe I should look at a bunch of memes of Doom Guy. Like, oh, yes, I have been so re- angry I've killed hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You were talking with Molly and I were just like, Yes. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Doom. I remember that from the DOS era. Mm, mm, oh, yes. That is a very clever Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild meme. Kudos. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Doesn't he play the pipe? The fife? Some sort of... Um, Jackie, uh, Jacqueline, uh, I believe you are referencing the ocarina in Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, released on Nintendo 64, re-released on the Nintendo DS. When I was when I I was making, let me ask you that when I was making lists of names that I liked, uh, I made it. I you know 
put everything on there, throw it at the wall, see what sticks. And Gideon wanted Gideon's Jewish, and he wanted to get some like Yiddish names in there. And on a lot of Yiddish name lists, the name Zelda. Fish. <laughs> Zelda, and I'm like, Zelda is a cool name, and so Ooh, I put Zelda it on the list. Cool and I was like, How do we feel about the name Zelda? And he was like, Everyone will think about Legends of Zelda, uh, only Legends of Zelda. And I was yeah, like, I it. don't think about Legends of Zelda. I think about Zelda Fitzgerald. And he was like, Well, everyone else <laughs> will think about Legends of Zelda. And that's probably true, right? If you would have told me, like, Yeah, we're naming her Zelda, I would have just gone, Huh? Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I right. would have thought. I thought. Of, I would have thought of Zelda Rubenstein though, which she's bad ace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guys, don't you come into my closet? <laughs> Spot on, man. I am gonna go to impression school. I don't even need to go. I'm gonna teach. Zelda teach. Rubenstein is that the the little woman from uh, Poltergeist? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this house is clear. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have thought of that, but then I would have been like, yeah, Molly, you, 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 you. Sorry, this is in my vernacular now, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, I've been doing it for a couple little, of your little frat and I don't know here? how to stop. You've been hanging out at a lot of sports bars? No, I haven't been hanging out. I, I've been doing a lot of like, yeah, yeah and like, noise. <laughs> it sounds like you've been hanging out a lot. You've been going to Austin Powers bars. Maybe that's what. Maybe it's the Austin Powers bar. Have you been, have you been saying, "Do I make you horny, baby?" <laughs> they war. Get in my belly. <laughs> I've been doing. I've been holding up Wendy a lot and going, "Wendy, the other, other, other white meat." <laughs> I'm not going to eat Wendy, though. <laughs> She's too small. Uh, she's got too many bones. <laughs> That's not a meal. That's not a meal. That's an appetite. <laughs> um, so Henry scared the bluesies out of me the other day, and he was looking at his phone. He's sitting there in his, in his panties, and he was just like, hey, um, did you see Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves got married? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was, I mean, I was, co- I was drinking coffee and I almost did the spit take. And um, it's not true. They didn't actually get married. Although they both are saying that they might actually have gotten for real married in the 1992 film Dracula <laughs> because they had a Romanian priest actually go through the entire ceremony while they were filming and it is possible that they were actually wed this is the biggest clickbait story i have ever seen in my entire life it made me so mad when i actually clicked on it It it's like oh okay what's that what's that all about and then it's just oh yeah we did a movie together once there was a ceremony and i don't know yeah, it's not that to work that way. You gotta sign something. You yeah. can't accidentally get married. And, no, ugh. you can't. You or else, s- I mean, we'd all be screwed. I would have been accidentally married like ten times. I would have been accidentally married to a teddy bear that I had a marriage ceremony with when I was a child. Yeah, but I bet Pookie would be a great father and a great lover. <laughs> <laughs> but man, Winona Ryder, out of Keanu Reeves's league, in my opinion. I know it's a controversial statement. Uh, I don't know. When was the last time you watched John Wick? I have not watched John Wick. Watch John Wick. I know, I know. Watch John Wick. I know. Which one? Both? uh, uh, You know what? I haven't seen the second one yet. 
because we went and saw the other, the first one. We went to uh, where was it? Videology in Brooklyn and watched a screening of it uh, the other week, and I had never seen it before. Jackie loves it. After watching John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves deserves whatever Keanu Reeves wants. Really? Oh my God! Do the hump, the hump, do the hump, the hump. It is Molly. It's insane. You know, I do. I love me an action movie. I love to go. Ah, they're blowing it up. But (laughs) I watched. I remember I watched um, John Wick for the first time with my parents and Henry and Natalie, and like. 45 minutes in, Henry and I were both just like up, just being like, yeah, 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 get him, get them all, because it's all over a dog. Yeah. And it but, makes you love him even more, and he's just That's so why you love it, Marcus, mad. it's because you just got a dog. Well, I, yeah, but I would still love the movie anyway. You're like, avenge the dog. Yeah, did I think of Georgie when the dog got killed? Yes. No, I, listen, but, I, I have a Jack, I had a Jack Russell Terrier growing up in large part because I saw the movie My Dog Skip. But it's not about the <sighs> dog. It's about the dog, but it's not about the dog. You know what I mean? Dog. It's about his wife. And it's, it's about, about for, it's wife. about grief. It's about a grieving. It's the that's the funny thing is it is actually, every fucking movie is about the grieving process these days. It's true, but it is that's what it's about. We all have a lot of unresolved trauma. Yeah, we do. But, Dude, yeah. it's so good though. It's really, it's really, really good. And also, he he does all of his own stunts in it, and he's hot. He's so hot. He's just so hot. And I, I think it's like I've talked to so many people about this. Even people that don't find Keanu Reeves usually attractive find him attractive in John Wick. Really? All right. I I will watch it. I know that people love it. I guess I just always kind of thought of him as like a himbo. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Well, he's a, somewhat of a himbo in this one. But did you say Kimbo Slice? Him- like a himbo? <laughs> Kimbo Slice? Himbo. A himbo. A, a hebimbo. I have never heard this phrase before. It's You've fun, never isn't heard it? himbo? No, where I have I ima- been? I would imagine this would have been in your lexicon for a decade. He's a him he's a bimbo. He's a himbo. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah like Jason Momoa, bit of a himbo. He Big is himbo. a himbo. <laughs> in Seinfeld they call it a mimbo, but I like himbo a I lot li- better. I like himbo a lot better too, yeah. Where have I been? I l- uh oh, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> Everyone's getting himboed. You himboed. Oh, would you out there being a himbo right now? Please, I would love for it to replace you, 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 because it's starting to annoy myself. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, but also, just quick, quick sidebar. About, I don't know if you guys are following the Riverdale news right now, but you know that I am ardently, and they are doing a flashback episode. And it is hmm. so Anthony Michael Hall just signed on to play the principal. They're doing a Breakfast Club style flashback episode. No way. And it's called, I think, what is it called? It's called like the, the Midnight, Midnight Society. Club. The mid, Just the Midnight Club. It's the same the thing. The Midnight Club. Yeah, but it's darker, Marcus. It's the breakfast club, but it's at night. The Midnight Society is from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, Man, bring back that show. That's a reboot I would like. Where can I watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Certainly I must be able to watch it somewhere. Somebody tell me. It's all on YouTube. YouTube? I've watched a lot of it on YouTube. Okay, because I want to watch it. And some of them do really hold up. Yeah, but this I'd... flashback episode, it, like, what I love is that most of the characters are playing their, it's like, like, you know, um, 
they're playing their parents. Yeah. Like KJ Apa is playing Luke Perry yeah. and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, just giving him, probably just giving him sideburns and say, like, oh, yeah, that's Fred. No, they're KJ also darkening Apa. his hair, Marcus. <laughs> Man, Please. Luke Perry wishes, though. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But my favorite part is that, so we talked about this last week, is that um, Hiram's actual son in real life that he has with Kelly Ripa is playing him as a younger version of himself, which mm-hmm. Hachi Machi, yes, please. And I hope everyone kisses. Can you imagine how much kissing is going to happen in this episode? And we've established <laughs> that the son is an adult. Oh, yeah. Well, but the, what the, uh, it seems like what the uh, plot is, is that Principal Featherhead, which is played by Anthony Michael Hall, will, uh, them, him, and the kids will get caught up in, a, in the game the teenagers are playing in an unexpected way. What does it mean? What, what does Anthony Michael Hall look like these days? Hey, is he, he, looks a, like is a, he a daddy? He, he looks like a high school principal. Yeah. yeah. You know who I it's sometimes uh, mix up and I get embarrassed about it just because they're both kind of strawberry blondies is Anthony Michael Hall and Anthony Rapp. Mm. They got the same hair color, like exactly. And I feel like they're age peers. Yes, he is the one for Rent. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I mean, I was definitely into him as a, you know, a rent head myself. I can oh, also say, I know I'm, you were a high schooler I who was really don't into like rent. I like to talk about that. I know the type of high schooler who was really into rent, and it was you. It's me. It's definitely <laughs> me. Yeah, I love it. I actually, I listened to it uh, a couple of weeks ago for the first time in years. And I sat and I sang along to it and I cried to it. And you know what? I had a great time. I am not ashamed anymore. I'm coming out, okay? Rent head. I'm a rent head for life, and that's just how it goes. And I'm never going to be able to be in it because I can't be any of the characters, also because I'm never thin enough to look like I actually have AIDS. And I think that if they could just give me a shot, if they could just give me a shot, I could be at least an off-Broadway Joanne. Come on. <laughs> mm, Off-Broadway Joanne, eh? You guys don't even understand. You're not even rent heads. Give, I, give I me a song. Give me, come on, rent head. Come on, no. Renhead. Give me, give me a song. Give me an audition. Audition. No, I am, uh, wait, I am, do I have to audition with a Rent song? I am. Yes, I am Rent Man. I, I am putting on Rent, and Ooh. you must impress me as a Rent Man who, but who does Rent. But the thing is that my favorite song is sung by Jesse L. Martin, and I can't do it justice. Mm. I thought that everybody who's a Renthead just constantly walks around the school singing 521,600 minutes. No. There's a very sad song that's a reprise, and it's called I'll Cover You, and Angel sings it be- to begin with because uh, Jesse L. Martin is in love with Angel, and then, spoiler alert, Angel fucking dies, mm. and then, so there's, in the funeral, he does the, like, live in my house, I'll be your shelter, just pay me back with 1,000 kisses. Henry? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to see if Henry would sing with me. Be my lover and I'll cover you. Henry must be in the bathroom or something. Yeah. I hear him. I hear him. He's light. It's light back there. I know he wants to sing it. He was never a rent head, though. He just, I just forced him to listen to it. But it's a very sad song, and I'm sorry. I just love that song. Man, now I'm going to listen to Rent all day. 
My day's over. I don't know. I'm the. I feel like I don't know what is wrong with me that I was like the type of musical kid that is like more into the Music Man than into Rent. But I feel like there were two camps. There was the Rent kids, and then there was the kids that were like show tunes, and mm. I was in the show tunes crowd. Show tunes are a lot more fun. A lot more. They fun. are. Yeah. Because I liked more of the sad stuff. I like. That's why I like Jason Robert Brown. Yeah. I mean, I certainly like sad things, but but when it comes to musicals. Show tunes, but then also Les Mis. Oh, Les Mis. Um, but wait, Jackie, speaking of pop musicals, because I was never a Rent person, nor am I a Hamilton person, but I get a lot of shade from musical theater fans. I, forgive me if I've asked you this before, but how do you feel about Andrew Lloyd Webber? I think that that also goes down into the different camps of people. Uh-huh. I'm in the Henry Andrew is an Webber Andrew camp. Lloyd Webber. I love that camp. I'm a Jason Robert Brown. Uh-huh. Okay. This is very boring for people that don't care about It's these time things. for the list. <laughs> <laughs> the Fantopia. It is pop culture. Their musicals are around. I they are it. with I, us. I they are it. in us. I get it. I get it. It's just Jackie. time for the list. I get it. I get it, dadgabbit. <laughs> it's time to bomb. You up! Guys, don't be scared. I know I sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger for a second, but it's just me. It's Jackie. I can't help myself because I'm getting swole zoned because I'm pumped up with RX Bar Protein Bars. It's made with 100% whole ingredients and no BS. No bad stuff like added sugar, artificial flavors, artificial colors, preservatives, or fillers. RX Bars are made with a few simple, clean ingredients where every ingredient serves a pipus. Unlike the life and adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's got egg whites for protein, dates to bind, nuts for texture, yes please, and other delicious ingredients like unsweetened chocolate, real fruit, and spices like sea salt or cinnamon. Hatchy matcha sounds like I'm biting into a secret prince. RX bars are gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, with no added sugar, unless you give it kisses. And it's great tasting with a variety of flavors. RX bars come in 14 delicious flavor varieties. Seasonal flavors, too. Uh-oh, pumpkin spice is just around the corner. Yes, I'm basic, and yes, I'm proud. Whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit flavors, there's an RX bar for you. I like all kinds. Nightcat. Real food ingredients actually taste really good, and you can actually taste the cacao, the real fruit, the spices, even baby spice, because you know she probably tastes like cotton candy. You can slap RX bars down your craw anytime. Great for be fast, on the go, on the plane, a biking and hiking snack, heck, a pre or post workout snack, or even a snack at the office to push you through your 3 p.m. slump. Or if you're like me, you can eat one at your 8 a.m. pre-breakfast slump, the 11.30 a.m. pre-lunch slump, the 5 p.m. bout to get in my car slump. When did I become all slump, no hump? Ugh, 31 can kiss my naughty sauce. But what about that nutter? RX Bar now has RX Nut Butter, which contains a few simple and similar ingredients like egg whites, fruits, and nuts. Each single-serve nutter pack is squeezable and spreadable and contains delicious, creamy nut butter. Please call it what it wants to be called. It's nutter with 9 grams of high-quality protein. Pairs great with fruit, rice cakes, pretzels, or straight out of the nutter from another mutter pouch. 
The coconut chocolate is my fave because we all know I'm a bit of a Kathy ack that loves her chocolate, but I also want it to remind me of licking the hard-earned sweat off of a tropical smooth pool boy. Slap me in the coconuts, I'm ready for the water! I usually keep a bar in my fanny pack in case I forget to eat and need something to soak up the jizzies. I guess this is growing up. Get 25% off your first order at rxbar.com slash page seven and use the promo code page seven at checkout. That's rxbar.com slash page seven. Promo code page seven. So apparently you guys started the 50 crazy celebrity facts you won't believe are true list last week. We started it a couple of weeks ago with you. Last week we did facts about Tommy Boy. Did we get to sing last week, Jackie? Sing? Who's on the Who's on the list? I think we did. Okay, good. Actually, I don't think you did. We didn't. Shall no, we? I don't think you did. Start for the list. Who's, who's on, on the list? list? I mean, I sang it. <laughs> get out of that list. Crazy celebrity facts you won't believe are true. Did we yeah, just start the, in the middle of the list. Did we just start in the middle of the list? Because did we talk about Megan Fox believing in leprechauns? No, we did no. not. Yeah, she believes in leprechauns. Not She's like, I don't believe in the shamrock leprechauns. That would be ridiculous. I believe in magical Irish people. Aren't they, isn't it the same thing? Maybe sounds, I'm speaking out of turn. Come on. Do now. you guys not believe in leprechauns? I would love to. I think that I joyfully believe in leprechauns. Like the mischief makers. Like that they're going to come in and be like, you, the, my, me gold you have. And I'll be like, yeah, I got it. Sorry. And then send the them back to the leprechaun. Guy, not like just like a short little magical Irish person. Yeah, but isn't that great? And then we'll be wed and then I'll be a leprechaun princess. <laughs> I like the I would be great guy. at being a leprechaun princess. I'd be like, do whatever you got to do. Let your hair, red hair grow long. I'm totally into it. I love the hat. Love the shoes. Love the jodhpurs. I'm on board. Right? Right. <laughs> I'm going to marry a leprechaun. You guys are all going to see. You know, Kim Kardashian uh, has people take the cardboard sleeve off her coffee in the other room because she can't stand to touch it herself. Why didn't she just ask for the coffee without the cardboard sleeve? I don't know. Because it would burn the hands of the person holding <laughs> the coffee for her, I guess. I guess that's actually kind of good of her. It's kind of like nice. Make, yeah, because like, Listen, no cardboard you, sleeve. You can get it for yourself, but I don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I hate cardboard. I get that, actually. What? You just hate, you blanketly hate cardboard. I understand it. It's it's real papery, you know? It's bad. <laughs> I, I, get, I mean, you're not wrong. You're definitely right. I don't like when I have to rip, car, like when I'm trying to break down a box and it won't break down easily and it rips and you get all that corrugated cardboard in there. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't feel I think nice I just have me. a lot of anger issues. So anytime I can rip anything, I'm on board. Uh-huh. I hate styrofoam. Yeah. Styrofoam. Oh. oh my God, when it goes, when, yeah, when you rub on it. Yeah, I have this weird urge. When, I, when I'm drinking out of a styrofoam cup, I have like a dark thought, like what if I bit into it? It's like it's like biting into tinfoil. It's like gross to think about. Ooh, speaking of buying things, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon uh, created a candy room for their children. Um, That sounds Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it had gigantic, lo- everything from gigantic lollipops to their very own cotton candy maker. Real candy, not just decorated like the candy? real candy. Like an Ugh. edible room of candy. That means they don't spend time with their children because children who <laughs> yeah. eat a lot of candy, after they've eaten candy, you don't want to be around them. You want to give them to somebody else. Yeah. 
Those are the kind of kids that end up having like the short story, Ray Bradbury short story, The Velt, which I know I've talked about on here way too often, <laughs> when you've got the fake room and then the kids go inside, eventually the kids uh, with their imaginations kill the parents because the parents aren't <laughs> taking care of them. And I think that next stop for those children is that they're going to get their own Velt room. You know what? And I say, go for them. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga has a ghost named Ryan haunting her. So she spent $50,000 on an electromagnetic field meter designed to detect poltergeists. That's such a plain Jane name for a ghost. Ryan. (laughs) Ryan, Ryan, get out of here. Ryan. Ryan, stop booing me. Lady Gaga, my name's Ryan. Ryan. I'm dead. I very much believe in ghosts, but I don't know if uh, I would name that, because it's like, that sounds like a name that she gave to them as if she had nothing better to do. You know what I mean? That's like, I kind of like it when people, when like dogs have a regular, really regular human name, like mm-hmm. a dog named Ryan would be kind of fun, you know? Oh yeah, sure. I think or ghost waffles. Name, that's the thing. I like a really cutesy name, but also like a normal name, like you know Megan or something, is kind of a fun name for a dog. Mm-hmm. Also, fun like name Georgie. For a ghost. Georgie. Yeah. Little Georgie, come here, Georgie. Georgie, you're <laughs> down here, too, Georgie. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. Oh my God! All the dogs are gonna meet. Oh, the dogs are all gonna meet this weekend. I got to meet Ben's dog, whose name is... Puffin. Puffin! Puffin. How could you forget? I'm sorry. It was fast. It was on the stairs. Puffin is breathtaking. Oh, yes. Puffin is a wonderful little dog. You haven't met Georgie yet, though. (laughs) I haven't met Georgie yet. Well, Georgie's very shy. Oh, my God. She and Wendy are going to get along so well. I hope so, because sometimes Georgie and uh, Puffin have a little bit of a grumpy old man, very shy teenage girl thing going on. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, like that really displays you and Kissel's relationship very well. <laughs> <laughs> also, the idea of a grumpy old man just being like, come here and say hi to me. <laughs> Which is okay. what a dog okay. is okay. like. Hi. All right. Hi. But it's, more, but it's more like, hey, you want to hang? You want to hang out? Come on, let's hang out. Come on, it'll be, it'll be fun. Get away from me! Get away from me! I'm you gonna come hang belly. out when I'm good and ready. I see. Okay, I wasn't okay, sure who okay, wanted okay, to hang okay, out. Okay, I'm, okay, great. All right, see you. See you later. See you later. Bye. Okay. That's kind of the relationship that Puffin and Georgie have at the moment. That's oh my god! And then throw Wendy in the mix. And who's Wendy? Which I just, what kind of person is Wendy? Oh, uh, Wendy, Wendy is a little bit, uh, she's just the cutest little cuddle bug of all time, but also just like, she just has all of our anxieties, and I think yeah. it's really, really cute. And she just, but she just loves to love, and all she wants is to love you so much, and she's so cute. And wait, what's your Georgie voice, Marcus? Georgie. Is that how you talk for Georgie? Because like, <laughs> mine no. is like, Auntie Jackie, oh, don't have another drink. It makes me sad when you drink. <laughs> no, That's I don't my give Wendy a voice, voice to Georgie. It's oh, okay. Hi, girl. Hi, little girl. Oh, Georgie doesn't have... You'll find Georgie's voice. Yeah. It took me several years of living with my cats to find their voices, mm-hmm. and now... Can I do my cat's voices? Do you Please. <laughs> Please. Serafina's voices. How dare you? What the <laughs> fuck? That's like, she's just always like, oh my God. She's always upset. Oh my God. Yeah, that's her voice. And Manface is just, uh, Manface always refers to himself in the third person. Mm-hmm. And his voice is like, are you talking about Manface? <laughs> and if you're talking about Manface, his little tail wiggles and his whole body wiggles. And he's like, ooh, you're going to pet Manface? <laughs> that's Manface. And then Therapy is like, oh my God, how dare you? She, she just hates everything. 
It's uh, very like revealing. Man face. Man face is a lot of fun. Seraphine <laughs> is also a lot of fun. It's just very revealing when you talk about like what your animal voices are for when you talk for them. Because everyone usually, it's like, once you get to know Georgie more, it's like, yeah, you're going to have one. And then yeah. it's just, um, it's just weird. Yeah. And we've only had her for a couple months now, so her voice has not made itself known. One day, the sentence that she would say if she could speak will come. That's how I found Serafina's voice is that if she could say one thing, it would be, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and then the whole voice will come to you after that. If, if Georgie could say one thing, it will come to you, what she oh, would say. God. <laughs> I think that would be part of it. <laughs> All right, start blind at home. Oh, we can't see them. I've written about this permanent A-list couple and their uterus, uterus factory before. Ooh. It's further news on Beyonce and Jay-Z's uterus factory. I remember this. Dun, dun, dun. Do we all remember the uterus factory? Yes. It's it's exactly yeah. what it sounds like. Sounds like. Jay-Z and Beyonce like are running factory. a uterus factory for rich Russians to implant in their bodies. Ooh. But apparently someone was getting wind of it. So in the last week, they cut some type of deal while overseas that gives them a quote unquote license to to continue doing this without fear of any prosecution. Why Russians? Russians got a lot of money and not a lot of rules when it comes to things like that. Oh, so the uterus factory is in Russia. Maybe. Are they Russian mostly uteruses? They no, mostly they sell to Russians or Europeans. I think they were Russian uteruses, but maybe not. Not sure where the uteruses come from. It's not a well-fleshed-out story. <laughs> <laughs> Some you might know, even it's say it's not true. Hey, hey Marcus. I'm, I'm not certain hey. that the science is I'm there. certain about r ripping a uterus out and ramming it into another woman. I am a little bit uncertain that the reproductive, some assisted reproductive technology is there. There's some fuzzy math here. Definitely At the some same fuzzy time, math. if Jay and Bay were going to pay me the way that Jay and Bay would pay someone for that, ripping out. <laughs> shove it in, rip it out, put it in somebody else. Like I'm not using it. I feel like I'm the not. host, the host might reject it. You know, maybe, maybe, could be. You, you, what you just have to do is just harvest people. Jesus Christ! I'm saying, yeah, like in big egg, like 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 mucus sacks. You know, I, what do you mean by harvest people? I'm like in the Mario movie. I don't, what I mean is, you just have to get willing people uh -huh. to be surrogates and use the uteruses inside oh, of their no, living bodies. Well, that's what it started off as. Uh -huh. It started off as a surrogate business, but then they realized they can make more money selling uteruses. I just feel like that I is adding an element of uncertainty. I listen. I did IVF to get pregnant and there are so many little things that have to work perfectly in order to get pregnant despite oh, yeah. what they tell you in mm -hmm. health class and taking Thank a uterus God. out Woo. of a human body <laughs> and putting it into another human's body staff versus host man you're gonna have a whole you're adding a whole nother level of complication mm-hmm but don't you think that if anyone could do it, it would be Jay and Bay? Well, <laughs> We've conquered staff versus host. If you'll remember from the last blind item, the donors rarely make more than 500 bucks Not for enough. the surgery, and there is no follow-up care after they're discharged from the hospital. Yikes. 
thousand dollars at most if yes. they dicker a little bit. Meanwhile, there's though, a lot I would do for if you $1, stay $1, a surrogate. <laughs> I think surrogates get paid like thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, thir- surrogates get paid quite a bit, but there's a whole process with that. With this, you can just go in, get it ripped out, and be on the road. Yeeks. Yeah, because with the surrogates, they're like, oh, you can't be mentally ill. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Put it in me. I want to eat for two. I don't want it. I just want to eat for two. It's more like eating for like 1.3. Cool. <laughs> as, I mean, as long as I'm able to do it and be like, it's for the baby. <laughs> and that's all we got for this week. Alrighty then. You guys remember Ace Ventura? Thank you guys so much. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> this week. Why don't you slide on over to our Patreon page if you are ready and willing and slimy and ready for touchies. <laughs> Patreon.com slash page7podcast. On Monday, Molly and I are going to be mystery science theaters type watching. We got the polls in for our $10 and up patrons. And the movie of the month is... Twister. Yeah. So Molly and I are going to be live streaming Twister. us watching Twister. If you'd like to join us, it's just $10 a month to just sign on up, slide on over to us, and then we're going to be doing it every month. We're going to have our little drunk sleepover parties, and you guys get to vote every month and choose what we watch, and then we will all watch it together. And if you can't tune in on Monday, heck, we're going to slap it up on the internet, and you can go watch it at your pleasure. I'm going to come up with a bunch of drunk games. It's going to be my first time watching Twister. Oh, man. Yeah, yes. man. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's gonna Dude, be great. I'm going to come up with so many drinking games. Something, I mean, also just immediately get ready because when we see that cow and we see that other cow, you can bet your bottom dollar we are drinking those drinks. Jackie. I think that's the same cow. Think that's the same <laughs> cow. <laughs> that's because the cow. Another cow. I think uh, that's Molly's the same never cow. seen Twister before, which you'll, is you'll know Molly. I can't same. wait. You guys, I'm not, finally going to know what the fuck you guys are talking about every summer. <laughs> I am so excited to watch. I have not watched it yet this summer. And also, and it's like if ten dollars is too much for you, completely understandable. We are also doing our Pretty Little Liars watching every week. Getting that out to you, and things are getting juicy. Things are getting spicy, spicy, and boys are getting kissed. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, that is patreon.com slash page seven podcast, seven the number. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm MJKL Cat. And Marcus Parks on everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Noise. Noise. See you next two week. <laughs>Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. In a fast-paced world, 
Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.